Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. Yo, welcome to the bar. Come on and pull up a seat. And open up your Bible, what a wonderful feast The living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets The inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet It's where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news In light of the scripture, we are here to serve you We're your source for resources To help you on your way as you battle mean forces This is for the people who can see the importance Of sound theology and the scripture that support it And this is for the truth lovers Biblically reforming, preaching Christ to the nations Yeah, welcome to the modern the Reformation, yeah. The Bar, Biblical and Reformed. Welcome everybody to The Bar. It's your boy Dwayne in the building right back in here another Tuesday. Super excited as always to be coming through your speakers, through your earbuds, wherever you listen to The Bar. We're grateful that you are listening. And I love to start every show off by thanking the listeners. Thank you guys for listening to The Bar and telling people about The Bar and just spreading bar news everywhere, letting people know your favorite podcast is The Bar Podcast. And I also want to make sure you guys know about Inside the Bar. This is the exclusive content, um, extended interviews, um, the Facebook group get live recordings and things like that, which costs you as cheap as $5 a month. Get you exclusive content called Inside the Bar, the VIP lounge. Um, so I want to make sure I let you know about this as well. You can get the link in the show notes how to sign up for that. Um, and like I do every week, I bring you an awesome guest. Uh, just awesome guests, uh, Facebook friends, one of those things where you Facebook friends and then all of a sudden they do something. It's like, hey, let's let's collaborate or let's get them on. We have on today. None other than my brother, Dave. How you doing today, sir? I'm doing well, sir. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to speak to any audience. And I absolutely love the bar podcast. I love what you guys are doing. So it's a double honor to be on this show today. Awesome, man. Awesome. I'm just remembering uh, as soon as I kind of went through that little intro, David, somebody mentioned you to me a while back, man. Um, and I, I wanted to reach out to you then. So I'm I'm glad that we're able to make this full circle. Maybe they still listen to the show. And so they get their requests known. <laughs> For real. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Yes, sir. So, that's, Dave. That's a praise. Yeah, man. So, let's start off, man. Let, introduce yourself. Um, tell anything you want to share, personal, professional. You got the floor to do that right here. Yeah, man. Well, my name is Dave Jenkins. And the first thing, most important thing is I love Jesus Christ. I, I was saved at the age of five and um, just came to love him and to serve him. I don't really remember a time when, you know, I've had some moments in my life where I've definitely struggled in my walk with him and come under divine discipline. But God's always been faithful. And um, ever since I was young, I, I had a desire to serve him. And, um, that just came to fruition. Um, in, in a lot of ways, I started serving the Lord really uh, in preaching and teaching when I was 16 and uh, preached on the streets in homeless shelters, uh, retreats, conferences, you know, pulpits, uh, those types of things. I started Servants of Grace uh, at the age of 19 and been writing and speaking. Um, I've preached in homeless shelters and 
conferences, uh, small conferences, retreats. Um, I write a lot. I write for Modern Reformation, which your listeners no doubt know, Reformation 21, Crosswalk.com, and many other places. I'm, I'm very blessed um, to be able to do that. Um, I have a podcast called Equipping You in Grace um, and Servants of Grace. We have a magazine. We have many podcasts like the Bar Network does. And um, we have, as I said, a magazine called Theology for Life. And we have over 300 people writing for us. Um, so I would encourage your listeners to check us out at servantsofgrace.org. Nice, oh, nice. And the most important, one of the other important things I would say, uh, how can I forget this? My best friend, Sarah, um, without her, you know, and by the, and the grace of God, of course, um, I would not be able to do um, anything. She's a love of my life. We, as we record this, um, here in a couple of days, it's our 14th wedding anniversary. And uh, I just, I love this woman so much. Um, she's a blessing to me. Um, we're going to talk about my, my new book today, I know. And, um, you know, she edited that. She contributed to that in a lot of ways. And she's just, uh, she's, she's the love of my life and my best friend. So I would not be able to even come on your show without <laughs> her. So um, as she, before we were recording this, even she was working on my computer. She's an IT professional. So you know, I could sit here and honestly brag on my wife, you know, all day long. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. Very, this is coming off the heels of uh, Valentine's. So I see, as as my dad would say, you're still working on something. I like it. I like it. Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. Giving your wife praise. I, I definitely, definitely uh, acknowledge that and definitely excited for 14 years. That's awesome. We, me and my wife celebrate 13 years uh, in July. So, we right on your heels there. Um, so I'm going to jump right Congratulations. in. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm going to jump right in, um, and, and we're going to go to the book. Uh, you gave us a great background, um, and there's some things there that I might uh, tap on a little bit later. But let's talk about this book. Um, and, you know, today is the 16th uh, of February. This show probably won't drop until March or April. But um, just tell my listeners, I guess, the title of the book and, and you know, kind of the, the premise or theses, and then we'll, we'll kind of dive into that a little bit more. Okay, sounds good. Well, the book is called uh, The Word Explored, The Problem of Biblical Literacy and What to Do About It. You know, very, uh, very long. Um, the, the idea behind the book is, is to do uh, two big things. Um, one is to encourage personal Bible reading, but not in the way that you would think about personal Bible reading. We might think of personal Bible reading as a duty. What I'm aiming to do is to help us, uh, help listeners, help readers discover is, is, is to, to delight in the God who has given us this, this book, this 66 books that constitute the word of God, right? And I want us to, uh, personally delight in the God who has given us this book, but also the God who delights over us. So I'm aiming at really what I would call the affections, our motivations, not just how to read the Bible, but why we read the Bible. And, and if I might uh, explain a little bit about this, um, I have found as te in teaching the Bible uh, for almost 20 years that most people, they understand some of the how, but they very few people understand the why behind why we do what we do. And this is why I've heard things like, well, you're making Bible reading um, 
a legalism, a, a checklist thing. I, I want to move that com- this conversation beyond that. And so that's a large part of why I wrote the book. People might think personally, I need to read the Bible, but they under- don't understand why they need to read the Bible. And I would say even fewer people, fewer Christians understand the corporate dimension of Bible reading. Um, you know, the, when you stand up and you read God's word at your local church and you sit under the sermon and you do life with God's people and, you know, under the word in small groups or community groups or life groups or whatever your church calls those, um, there's all sorts of different names. Um, I talk about the Great Commission. So really my answer to the problem of biblical literacy is the, is the answer that the New Testament gives, and that is to do life with the local church. What J.I. Packer, you know, that great theologian, he said that the, that the normal healthy Christian life is to be done in the local church. And so that's really what I'm aiming to do in part two. Nice. Nice. I love it. Because um, like you said, the, the, the local church, man, is, is so important. Um, <clears throat> just with everything when it comes to uh, your walk with Christ. Uh, so I love that. Um, so you, uh, you talked about, I guess, the, the approach. Um, what was kind of the inspiration uh, of you, you know, writing this book? You know, I know you're a writer, uh, which I covet because I am not a writer. <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> you, you mentioned, you know, writing for, uh, uh, what was it? Reformation. Um, what's the name of that, folks? 21, 21 and Modern Reformation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reformation 21 wanted me to uh, write write for them, and I told them I wasn't a writer. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> that there goes that. But uh, So t- <laughs> tell me what, what inspired, um, I guess, the, the whole idea for the book and then, you know, kind of the direction that you took. You know, this is a this is a really good question. I'm I'm so glad you asked it because um I was teaching a Bible study in, in Idaho and then I had started this Bible study and uh towards the very end I was teaching through John and uh we, we had you have to keep in mind like I was going John Piper speed right here. Um <laughs> we we were like chapter five through twelve. It was taking like, you know, two and a half years and people were giving me the people at church were giving me the, you know. Uh, they were they were making fun of me because of how slow I was going. But but really, the purpose of it wasn't even to to speed through it. We spent uh, probably two years going through John five through twelve, and um, I was moving. My wife had got hired; uh, she got a promotion with NASA, so we were moving out of Southern Idaho to Southern California, and and so we were. I was ending my ministry there, and one of the last one of the last um, you know times together. In, in that Bible study that I had, this this guy said, you know, to me, it doesn't even matter really what he said, but it just struck me like he he un, he was in all these Bible studies, and he didn't understand why we had why had I I had taken time to take questions and all these things, and it just struck me, you know, if somebody like that in their sixties or seventies, he was, and he's in four Bible studies, he doesn't understand these basic things. It just, it really hit me in reflecting on that over, over the last, you know, couple of years now that um, if, if there's a gentleman like that in our local church, and, and I know that there are, um, how many more people are like him who are in four Bible studies plus going to church every Sunday? And it just really hit me hard. And I'm like, I need to write something that can help that person um, 
who's not even in those Bible studies, right? Not just to understand why, uh, how to study the Bible, but why they do. So that's really why I was aiming, as I said at the outset, at, at the motivations or the affections and fielding all these um, different array of different arrays of, you know, um, motivations for studying the Bible. You know, reading, studying, meditating, memorizing, applying all those things, and um, just really wanting people to to see that Christianity is not just you know, studying the Bible or gaining more information, but really, really, you know, Jesus says in Matthew 22, 37 through 40, that we're to love him with all of our minds and with all that we are. And, and then out of the fruit of that is that we can love our neighbor, right? So mm-hmm. that was really what I, I wanted us to love the Lord with our heart and our mind and our soul so that we can be formed uh, godly character and godly character as the New Testament describes. And then that's how we're going to be effective servants of Christ. That's how we're going to be fruitful. And that's how God's going to use us to, to bless other people. And, you know, who doesn't want to make an impact? But, but this is what God says, that this is, the, this is the kind of order that we have to have in our lives, our Christian life, to be that effective servant that, that God can use. Nice, nice. No, that's very powerful, man. Um, it's amazing what, what things may... Uh either trigger or inspire, <laughs> inspire us, man. And, uh, and I definitely, definitely can see that and, and grateful that, you know, that, that God used that situation to, to get you to, to, to write this book. Um, so you kind of mentioned, uh, in passing like a part two, is there a part two? Um, and before you get, I guess you tell that, um, cause I, I was looking at the link that you sent me. Um, so is the book, uh, release yet, or is it on pre-order? Uh, the book is uh, will be available March fifteenth, uh, so okay. um, that's when it releases worldwide. So right now we're in the pre-order stage, and uh, part two of the 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 book. <laughs> are you asking about whether I have another book coming out, or is this part of a series? Or yeah, all of that. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I just I thought that's where you were going with that. I just it was, sure. but so, I, I wanted actually, to make sure that I put out there that you know the book when the book would be available, and it kind of the order kind of mixed up. But yes, uh, part two series. Yeah. What are we doing? Which what direction we're we going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exact. Uh, great question. Actually, I wrote the first, but the second book that it will release, I wrote that first at a seminary. <laughs> um, that one is uh, the word. The word. Uh, the word matters, um, and that is going to release hopefully, Lord willing, in the fall. Um, that one is a little more intense um, than a, a lot more intense than the first one. In that, um, I'm really trying to. So the problem of biblical literacy, I equate it, uh, this is the best way I, I've thought about how to explain this, is it's like a wildfire. And, and you know, I just moved from California to Southern, or from Southern uh, California to, uh, to, or excuse me, let me start over. I moved from, you know, Southern California to Southern Oregon. And in um, last summer, for example, there was, the sky was red in the summer. Mm. Um, and, and, and I think of the, I started thinking about all those firemen, you know, and they're, they go into the fire, and I just started thinking, what would happen if the firemen didn't go into the fire? Mm-hmm. What would happen if you didn't have the helicopters, you know, and those things going over to save those people, right? Um, and and I, <laughs> I want to be careful when I say this. I uh, my fear is that the problem of biblical literacy is there, and it's such a a raging wildfire is because not that the church. I don't want to say that the people in the church aren't doing anything, right? 
But I fear that by and large, we're standing by like a fireman who wouldn't go into the fire. He's just standing in the periphery and not going in. So that's what I'm trying to do in the first book is, isn't just to say, okay, the, the problem of biblical illiteracy is a large problem, but it's, I'm arguing that it's 100% solvable. In book two, what I'm doing is like, it's more like, you know, you would go say, you know, one of your kids, right? He had, po- he got poisoned. You know, that, that's a horrible thing, right? Um, you take him to the emergency room and you get that poison removed. That's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to do in the word matters. I'm trying to remove the poison from things that have affected our understanding of the Bible by laying out, you know, the reformational view that God's word is reliable, it's trustworthy, it's sufficient, it's authoritative. Um, and then how um, there's a variety of topics that I cover. Um, Adam is a real person, real history, gender, sexuality, you name it, all the hot button topics. But, I, but I'm not doing it in a, I'm doing it in a, in a, in a way that um, by using examples to, to really help cement um, in readers' minds that the church has good answers to these kinds of things and that we, we can root out the poison by understanding you know, what the Bible teaches and what the church has taught. Right, right. Good stuff. That's exciting, man. That is exciting. We're definitely uh, going to have links to the show notes for the book, um, as well as uh, might have to bring you back for the part two release. We'll see. Um, and before we go to the break, man, I want to give you a chance to kind of talk about the uh, the, the ministry um, and, you know, the podcast and the things that, that you got going on in that realm. Uh, you kind of sped by a little bit. Uh, kind of dig into that a little bit before we take our break as far as, you know, the, the podcast and the ministries and the blogs and all of that. Yeah, so um, we started, my wife and I started Theology for Life magazine in 2014. And what our heart was in that was is to really help people, um, the average lay person in the pew who, who I'm writing for always, um, I really am concerned that the church isn't providing enough resources for the for the average person in the pew. So we started this magazine to really help the average person in the pew um, uh, with, through a biblical and theological framework, um, addressing all sorts of topics. And over the last seven years, uh, God has uh, grown this work and blessed it. Um, our, our various podcasts, Equipping You in Grace, where I do what you like, kind of like what you do, interview uh, all the all the guys, you know, that we want to talk to and I'm um, very blessed to do that. And then um, I have a manhood podcast called Warriors of Grace, um, where I just talk about a variety of things, uh, just really Bible-based and to guys. And then um, I take questions and answer those Um on the Servants of Grace podcast. And then I, I teach through books of the Bible on the Servants of Grace podcast. So uh, I stay, I stay a bit busy, but you know, it's, uh, it's all, it's all good. You know, I, I enjoy it. Um, we have a women's ministry. So if you're a lady out there, you want to write, um, we have women's editors. Uh, we have a series that we're doing that just started a couple of weeks ago on biblical literacy. Um, we have a men's ministry, Warriors of Grace, where we're still getting that up and going. But we really want to just help men and women um, to to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord. And um, you know, we really want to see this problem of biblical illiteracy extinguished. Nice, nice. So I think um, are you familiar? I'm sure you are with Andrew Rappaport. 
Uh, yeah, uh, I, I haven't got a chance to meet him or speak to him, but I am familiar with him. Yeah. Yeah. So he he um uh might have been a year or two ago. Uh, he tried to give you my title because of all the stuff you had going on. Uh, <laughs> because you have several oh, okay. podcasts, and you know, because my title. Uh, self-proclaimed, but I think it's pretty accurate. The hardest working man in podcast land. And so he he told me that I was second to you to that because of all the podcasts and stuff you had going on. But listening to it, I don't know. Wow. I have to. <laughs> I don't know, man. You, you got it going on. You got it going on with uh, just thinking and all that, man. You got it. You got it going on. For yes, sure. sir. Yes, sir. All by God's grace, man. But yeah, I, I, I thought I'd throw that out there, man. So right here, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hey, what's going on? It's your boy, Pastor Chris Hernandez. And this is Jimmy De Los Santos. And we're your boys from SolarCast. We're just a couple of average guys who came out of the charismatic movement to a reformed understanding of theology. That's right. Catch us with a new episode every Tuesday morning on all the platform networks, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and the like. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Sola underscore cast. Also search for us on Facebook, like the page, share the page. Let's get to the meat. Let's do it. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. All right, we're back in here with my good friend, Dave. And uh, Dave, I had really good time talking to you, brother. And right here is the back end of the show. If you listen to the show, you know what's coming. These are the bar signature questions. And the first signature bar question is, what kind of music do you listen to? Uh, well, I'm really going to make myself sound like a big nerd right now. Um, <laughs> I like <laughs> I like. I like classical music, you know, Mozart, Johann, Sebastian Bach, and and those kind of guys. I, I also like uh, Shane and Shane, City of Light, and and just a bunch of those types of also. Um, I like Andrew Peterson, um, you know. So those are some of the some of the things I listen to. I when I write, I, I listen to a lot of classical music because I find that soothes soothes sure. me and it really helps me to helps me helps me to stay in the in the groove writing so that makes sense i get it all right next signature bar question what book or books are you currently reading uh i just well obviously the bible uh that's mm-hmm. the that's the that's the big one right yep. uh, i just finished a book uh by christopher ash the heart of anger um and if you've got if our listeners have never listened to christopher ash um that is just such a good book it's uh uh, Christopher is, is a pastor. He's a theologian. He's he's a world class exegete. Um, so really, anything by him, I would recommend. And 
Um, other than that, I, I haven't really been reading too much lately, which I know people won't believe because <laughs> they think, oh, all Dave does is read, right? Uh, it's just, uh, you know, it's just not true all the time, but <laughs> I, I do read quite a bit. Yeah. Good deal. All right. Last signature bar question. What podcasts or sermons do you listen to, if any? Yeah, well, I've been uh, I've been uh, digesting binging yours, uh, the Bard podcast. That's <laughs> nice. always the right answer when you're on with the guest, right? <laughs> on, on as a guest, <laughs> exactly. uh, really enjoying that. Um, yeah, uh, I, I I listen to um, you know Alistair Begg. Uh, I don't really listen to too many podcasts. I, I listen to John MacArthur, um, Albert Muller. Uh, I like Owen Strahan's The mm-hmm. City of God. I've probably listened to that. Um, I like the Credo podcast with Dr. Matthew Barrett. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a bunch of them. Uh, oh, uh, For the Gospel with our friend, Costi Hind. Yeah, man. Oh, that is so good. I mean, that is that is some good. That's gold right there. I mean, they're all gold. But yeah, that's that's some good stuff right there. Nice, nice. Yeah, big shout out to Costi. I'm excited about For the Gospel and what those guys are doing. Um, definitely great work. All right, brother. Well, listen, I appreciate you coming on the show and uh, being my guest. Uh, definitely, like I said, uh, we'll have the links to everything in the show notes for you guys. I always like to give my guests uh, opportunity to kind of close it out. Any words of encouragement, anything you want to share, you can do that right here. Yeah. Thank you so much for the honor of coming on your show, brother. I've had a great time. Um, just wrapping it up, I would say to our listeners, you know, very practically, Listen, don't just listen. If you're listening to this today, be encouraged, right? Um, take some time to open your Bible, to read it. Um, if, that's a pro, if that's a hard thing for you, here's what I want to say very practically. Read, read what your pastor is preaching through. Read the Bible that your pastor is preaching through. Um, the other thing is listen to the Bible. If, that's a, if, that's a, if reading isn't your thing, you can listen to it. Um, and when we're talking about reading and, and listening to the Bible, I'm talking like five to 10 minutes a day. Um, start there and, and keep growing and, and cultivating that, that, that thirst, that hunger, your soul. Um, you, you need as a Christian the, the word of God. It's, it's a bread of life and it's water to your, to your soul. It's how you're going to grow and flourish and, and cultivate that godly character that I talked about earlier. Um, so that God can God can use you to be an encouragement and a blessing to other people. So I just want to say um, I'm thankful for the opportunity, brother, to, to come on the Bar Podcast. Thank you for all that you're doing, and uh, may God richly bless you. Awesome, brother. That, that was beautiful. I appreciate you saying that. Definitely uh, bless you, brother, for taking time out of your busy, busy schedule to come on the show. And uh, I'm definitely grateful and excited about uh, the friendship and partnership. And to the bar listeners, appreciate you guys tuning in to the bar podcast, your favorite podcast. Check us out every Tuesday. Go to the barpodcast.com. If you want to check out all the podcasts in the bar podcast network, go to the bar.network and uh, check out all the podcasts in the network. Until next time, you guys, guys. God bless, and we are out.
At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.